0: Now we're cooking with uh, skittles. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Bonsai Podcast. I'm your host, Mike, here with Yes and Tyler. What's That's up? That's right. Yes and Tyler
1: here to help you out and make some noise.
0: Yes and he's learning. He's learning 5D comedy. He's not quite there yet.
1: Oh, we had some 5D comedy while you were out here for sure. That's There's true. some good 5Dness going on.
0: I feel I feel like we should explain 5D comedy. So so you I know think how... if you explain
1: 5D comedy, it's no longer 5D.
0: <laughs> and Actually, that... it's so
1: 5D that chess is spelled with a T. Yeah,
0: it's so funny yeah. that people generally don't understand it. That's 5D comedy. It's so 5D that you can only get it if you can read minds. So that's right. You need to in order to in order to be doing 5D comedy, people won't even know you're joking
1: think I actually we were watching possibly the master of 5D comedy what me uh, davey davy 504 whatever his name
0: is 405 <laughs> he might be the master of 5D comedy you think you think davy 504 <laughs> is the master of 5D comedy he just goes i do he just goes lamau <laughs> exactly, exactly but it's so serious Yes, as this episode. By the way, this is a bonsai Podcast, an anime and video games podcast. It's also a comedy podcast where we talk about current events and things that are going on. Um, but yeah, as we go through and and we make some 5D comedy jokes, we'll allow you. We'll let you know it's it's 5D comedy. Then you can laugh and it'll be fun. Um, also, I just want to say what's up to everybody here: Bronte, Cole, uh, Devons in the chat, Lord Icarus. And we have people in the stream as well. Hello, everybody! Thanks so much for joining us. I'm home. If you listen yeah. to, if you listen to the last podcast, I was out in Oregon. I drove out there. Um, Hopefully, you watched it because we were in the same fucking place.
1: That's it's crazy.
0: Right. That's right. Uh, but yeah, so I was, uh, I was, I was out in Oregon. I drove all the way out there. I live in Massachusetts, so it was about as far as you can drive um, if you aren't in Maine. Which, I mean, what are you doing in Maine? um so yeah that was a Hiding that was a really from the government that's true that's true mm-hmm. it's kind of like it's kind of like 5d hide and seek is what they call it yeah there's a there's like there's lesbians in maine that are like the uh the japanese soldiers that were left over from world war ii on the islands that still think the war is going on Where like they still think it's illegal to be lesbians so they're in maine you know well, once you're there, you're not going to leave or, or hear any news, really, in Upstate. So, yeah, um, you live drive- in a lighthouse. I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> There's no lighthouses <laughs> in Upstate Maine. <laughs> Everybody lives in a lighthouse in Maine, Mike. Don't you know? I see. I was. Uh, isn't Rhode Island the lighthouse state? Am I, don't I wrong? Know. I don't. I don't know. Anyway, so yeah, the drive to Oregon was great. It was beautiful, uh, and the drive home uh, was terrible. I, I don't know how else to I- explain. Well, it it you was took a different road back. Right. I mean, not road per some se, but like roads, a different. some roads were different. So like, yeah. I think there was some road closures. Uh, so there was like, I, I took, I took a couple highways back that I didn't take on the way there. Um, So on, on the way to Oregon, I had absolutely no fucking problems. Like everything worked out great. I didn't get pulled over. I didn't like have to deal with any scary shit on the highway other than drivers in Indiana. Um, the way (laughs) home was, it was just like cursed from the beginning. So like I left, uh, I was an hour outside of Portland. So I had an extra hour on my drive. So I left there at like three, four in the morning. Um, and the it's Oregon, Idaho, Utah, and I didn't want to stay in Utah because I thought it was going to be expensive. It actually wasn't expensive. It wasn't too bad because I did end up staying in Utah. And that whole day I was just like I was so tired because we like we had a long week. You know? We we did a lot that week and yeah. got nothing done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a it was it was a long week. Um also considering like, you know, I drove out there and then it was a continually long week. I mean, we had a lot of fun um we'll talk about that more probably in a little bit but yeah so so i was dead tired by the time i got to utah Uh, when i pulled into ogden it was so it's like you pull off the highway onto another highway right so speed limits like 55 miles an hour two lanes uh going straight two lanes coming back and then you get to this four-way intersection right that has a bunch of like stoplights, obviously for traffic and uh all the lights were dead so there's hundreds of cars at this four-way intersection, oh, God.
1: And, and it just becomes like
0: everybody takes their turn, or everybody at attempts to take their turn. I mean, we're talking about we're talking about one, two, three, four, uh, five, six, seven, eight, eight or so lanes of traffic that all need right. to do their thing. So it was a horrible hellscape. Um, I made it through twice because I had to go to the McDonald's there, um, and uh, yeah, it was uh, it was terrifying. But I got into Ogden. Ogden was really pretty. Like the downtown area was really nice. They, they, the. What I've learned is that the, the Midwest really cares about their fast food. Like, I got the most beautiful Big Mac I've ever had in Yeah, Utah. this doesn't surprise me. Yeah, You know what I mean? I mean, it's like, you
1: know, you come to Portland, we got places to eat. You yeah. know what I mean? We got tons of places to eat, and they're all excellent. Like, so the people that work at the McDonald's, they are not the chefs of the city. You know what I mean? I feel yeah. like Ogden...
0: It's like if you work at the Starbucks you are the barista. Oh yeah, I actually went I went to the Starbucks in the morning and it was it was delicious. It was, I had a great it was the best mm-hmm. Starbucks I went to. Uh Yeah, like when you work at the Starbucks in Ogden you have
1: fulfilled your calling as that person that creates the drinks.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was uh yeah. it was imp- I was impressed with their fast food and shitty coffee. Um <laughs> So, so that day, I didn't have any problems. So the next day would be Utah, Wyoming, Nebraska. I wanted, to, mm-hmm. I wanted to end the day in Iowa. Now, Wyoming and Nebraska are very big states, and those were where I was taking different roads than I took on the way in. Um, I wasn't able to go back to uh, Fat Dogs, for instance, oh, because I was taking a tough. different highway. Yeah, so... Uh, when I got into Wyoming, I was like, this doesn't look like the beautiful Wyoming that I know. Uh, and, and, yeah. and it was just like basically a desert, right? Right. For people who missed it, Mike on the way
1: here was like, Wyoming's amazing. It's the best place in the country. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It's cheap. We're moving everybody there. If you're hearing my voice, you're moving to Wyoming.
0: Yep. Yeah. So I went through a different part of Wyoming. Um, the first thing that happened was I got sick uh i felt like, horrible i felt terrible oh. and That's that was good. because uh i i was over like over 7000 or wh- what was it i was almost at 7000 feet above sea level right uh i didn't know that like wyoming was that high above sea level but i got altitude sickness really bad so i was like i was like driving i was like man I'm, like, chest is like really tight I feel so anxious and nauseous and like terrible I was like what the hell is going on so then I, I was talking to Devin on the phone and I was like I feel like I'm just going continually uphill just uphill and uphill and uphill mm-hmm. and I know that Salt Lake City is like 5,000 something feet above sea level so I was like Devin what like how high am I and she's like 6,900 feet above sea level I was like that's what it is. Like That's I feel it. like shit. There's no air, um. So yeah, that was, was that like, was awful.
1: Humanity's not supposed to be this high. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So
0: then I got hit with the wind. So I was driving through uh like way up high, and there was like hurricane force winds, uh. So forty miles an hour and up, sometimes hitting seventy five miles an hour, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. It was fucked up. So I'm driving on the highway and like. There's trucks, right? Because really, like, most of the traffic between Utah and, I don't know, uh, Indiana is trucks, right? Trucks, right. trucks, trucks. These big fucking massive trucks. So I have to keep right. going the, around the, the people trucks. people
1: who get paid to drive. Yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. So I, I have to go around the trucks because they're going slow as shit. It's 80, miles a, it's 80 miles per hour is the base speed limit on these highways. So, you know, you go 90 when you can. And right. The, and they're the,
1: going, like, 60 you know D-
0: depends depends because there's a lot less rules for trucks out there than there are here right so like the oh trucks, really yeah yeah so they can like drive in either lane they can pass on the left like all sorts of shit like where i'm from the trucks stay in the right lane unless right they're, lane yeah and they, they they have to go like 50 miles an hour on the fucking highway so our speed <laughs> limits like we don't have speed limit restrictions for trucks like they can go the really? same speed as us but like they can't pass um So Oregon does. Yeah. Yeah. I knew, I know that, um, Oregon, I didn't have any problems with the trucks. Oregon is beautiful, dude. Like, I mean, it's beautiful from top to bottom. That was one of the, like, I would say that Oregon is more of like what I thought Wisconsin would be. Idaho fucking sucks. I was happy to get out of there anyway. So, um, Wyoming, yeah. Wyoming's super windy. And every time you go around a truck, you get like, kind of like sucked into the truck. You know, right. that's just the way the air works. Right. Yes. But then when I'm going ar- passing the truck, all of a sudden the fucking wind would hit my car. Right. So I'm I'm trying to like steer away from the truck. And then as I it's go like a fucking video
1: game, but your life's yeah, at stake. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. But then I go past the truck and then the wind hits the way I'm steering away from the truck, so I instantly have to change. And like there is one or two times where my car slid without making like a screech or anything like that it was like the wind, like picked up my car a little bit and like shifted it. It was <laughs> fucked up. So that was, that was stressful. And then I hit Nebraska and I just want to say like everybody out where I live, they hate toll roads. Like toll roads are the nightmare. Everybody's like, eh, toll roads. I hate having to pay to go on roads. It's still so fucked up. I will never ever complain about toll roads again for the rest of my life. Okay, (laughs) it it, they are beautiful. They are. They are the best thing that has ever happened to the American highway system, because once you get out of toll roads, like uh, on the way into Oregon, I was like, man, uh, there's a lot of shit all over the sides of the road there's deer corpses there's tires everywhere just tires shreds of tires just like which is scary anyway like how do people like blow out their tires that fucking much you know that there's just tires littered all over the sides of these roads um right and i was like you know that's that's scary like hopefully my tire doesn't blow out on the way back it wasn't all on the sides of the road. It was all in the fucking middle of the road. So there's just Mm. all this shit in the middle of the fucking road. And like, it wasn't the worst in the world, but in the middle of Nebraska, I'm literally, I'm talking on the phone to Devin, right? I have a hands-free thing. I'm being safe. So I'm talking to Devin and I'm, I'm boxed in between a Mack truck and a pickup truck, like a big lifted pickup truck. I'm in in Nebraska, right? Right. So the pickup truck is, I'd say, maybe 50, 60 feet ahead of me. I'm keeping space in in front of it to be safe in case they slam on the brakes or anything like that happens. And this dude just willy-nilly drives over a big fucking piece of a Mack truck. He just drives right over it because it fits under his truck. No big deal. Sure. Nothing is going to fit under my Honda Civic so i this guy lives in the area he's he's prepared (laughs) for things to be in the road (laughs) so i can't turn into the lane next to me because i got a truck right there so i just smash into it right and it hits my bumper it gets stuck under my bumper i'm dragging it and i'm like oh my fucking god what do i do right past the truck that was boxing me in on the right and i go right into the breakdown lane and when i hit the breakdown lane there's the uh that strip, the vibration strip. And that pulls this fucking hunk, like this big ass thing under my car and out the back. So I stop, I get out of my car. I look, my bumpers fucked up. And then I look under my car, and, like, something's a little bent under there, and I was like, what the fuck, man? But there's two people ahead of me that were also pulled over in the breakdown lane. So, this guy, these guys... The point is, this
1: is America. There's no rules if you don't want there to be.
0: (laughs) Yeah, these guys have, like, all this shit strapped to this giant, like, rickety trailer that they're pulling with their pickup truck. So, there was, like, three or four of them, and and they, you know, I I was like, hey, did... Do you know what that is? Like, did that fall off of your... Uh, trailer or something and they were like you know a guy came up and he's like nah man I don't know what that is like we were hitting all shit all sorts of crap down the road like he had like the best he accent tur- he turned around <laughs> and he was like
1: Jay it's not a baby whale <laughs> it's Dude, he a baby the- whale Jay <laughs>
0: <laughs> he had the best fucking accent, man. It was it was like the the tangiest twangiest accent you ever heard. And he was like he was like he was like I don't know what the hell's going on here, man. There's shit all over the highway. We're fucking hitting it, and that's why we stopped. We want to make sure all of our stuff was secure. So he walked down and he picked up the thing that I hit, and he was like, "Oh, this you know looks like a piece of a Mack truck. Looks like a piece of a big rig, man. That sucks." Meanwhile, I'm looking under the other side of my car, which is like mm-hmm. in some in some grass on the side of the highway highway i lay down and I'm, I'm looking at it and you know i, I grabbed the guy over and i was like hey man like there's something bent under my car like i don't know a shit ton about cars but i just want to make sure that i'm good to drive so he looks under it and he's like oh that's just your that's your heat shield for your for your exhaust it's really not that big a deal it should be totally fine you know he's like your car still drives and everything right and i was like yep so i i get back yeah especially my first basically new car that i bought myself so yeah uh I I get back in the car, and I start driving away, and I'm still talking to Devin. She's like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, my God. She's freaking out, right? Because she was nervous the whole time about me driving and everything. All of a sudden, I look at my hand, and there is a big, fat, fucking tick on my hand. Oh, no, dude. So, so I'm like, ah, come you know? on. I like, I, like, slap this tick off of my fucking hand and i'm like oh no now it's in my car now it's the yeah right? so so i drive a mile up the road i pull off into like a gas station or something like that and i'm like looking i'm looking for this tick like it was a big tick uh but I, i'm yeah again and that freaked evan out because all she heard was me scream so she's like she thought <laughs> and like so and like i have a i have a fear of bugs um I yeah, have man, a phobia same. of ticks. Like it is like a phobia because there's spiders that latch onto you and suck your fucking blood. And out here, they give you diseases. Yeah, Lyme disease. It's bad. Like it's bad. Uh, yeah, it's bad. Ticks I, are so, bad. So, so so like I'm talking on the I'm talking on the phone with Devin. And I'm I'm getting shivers like all up my body. Like there's a there's a fucking tick in my car, dude. There's a fucking tick in my car. Like I'm like freaking out. You know what I did was I pulled up my shorts. Right, I pulled up my shorts. I'm looking at my legs, and there's a tick that is bitten into my leg already. God damn it, and I'm dude. like it's not the same tick. No. And I'm like, I hate oh, this. I'm like, oh, what the fuck, man? You know, I so I'm hate like this. <laughs> yeah. So I'm trying to flick this fucking tick off because right. What you don't want to do is you don't want to pull it because if its head sticks in you, it'll just grow its body. it just all yeah, it yeah, needs yeah, yeah. is its head. So I'm like trying to flick this fucking tick off. I'm like, you motherfucker. And finally it flicks off. So it, I flick. I had the door open and it flicks off, hopefully onto the pavement. I checked the door. I didn't see it. Right. And then I look down this. at my fucking left foot and there's I this big this. fucking tick crawling up my fucking left foot and I'm like oh my god oh my god <laughs> so I flicked this fucking tick off and I'm like okay that was the tick that was a big fat tick that I thought was in my car and then I looked down at my right foot and there's a big fucking tick climbing up my right fucking foot dude and I'm like what the shit man so I flicked that fucking bastard off I was out of the car in I was in the grass for literally maybe 15 seconds and I got covered in ticks instantly Fuck Nebraska. Okay? <laughs> Fuck Nebraska. Do not get out of your car. Do not go right. anywhere near the grass. It was an absolute nightmare. And I'm like on the side of the highway, dude. Like, what are these ticks eating? Are they just waiting for people to be on the side of the highway? Yeah. Like, Yeah. They're I don't like, know, man. Somebody's tire's going
1: to come off any yeah, day it's... now.
0: <laughs> dude, it was horrifying. So then I get back in my car and all of a sudden my cruise control shuts off. My uh, oh, no. collision control shuts off and my brake light goes on. I go on YouTube. I start looking up all this shit about cars and like apparently I have a sensor in my bumper that works with the automatic cruise control and the you know basically my car can drive itself uh, for right. a long period of time, um, which is a great, hit other cars, great thing. You know, it's especially really, for driving, really useful for, for long driving drives. 42 hours. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, I mean,
1: for the three hour, I guess six hour there and back trip that I did to Seattle right before you came. Mm-hmm. I rented a car that had that and I was like, car drives itself. I don't got to do shit. Drove itself back. Like 85% of the way back home drove itself.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yep. It's great. It's, it was. Yeah, it's an amazing system. It's perfect. So like, I'm yeah. like, all right. So now I'm going to have to like actively drive all the way back home i'm in nebraska i'm not even halfway home yet right fuck dude yeah fuck so that. so Jesus. devin and i were talking and we didn't know about we didn't know what the brake light meant like because like when you look it up online and it's like well either you're you know your anti-skid is fucked up or you're leaking brake fluid you know <laughs> and i'm like oh my god so like the worst thing that can happen is you're on the Road going eighty miles per hour in the middle of nowhere, and your brakes go out. Your brakes go out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe stupidly, uh maybe like intuitively, I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna drive to Lincoln. I think that the brake system light, it all, it all went on at the same time, and my brakes are working. I, I'm going to assume that it has to do with the automatic cruise control and everything like that. So I start driving, and about a half hour later, everything comes back on. The cruise control is fine the everything is fine and my brake light goes off so i'm like okay cool so it's the brake light has to do with the automatic cruise control and everything like that i make it to lincoln fine we're still planning on uh going to you know the honda dealership and having to spend a couple days in lincoln uh which is going to be expensive you know what i mean you got to pay for the hotel you got to pay for the you know parts and everything like that yeah yeah so um in the morning i'm like you know what fuck it i'm just going home like i don't give a shit i'm going home if it turns off again it turns off again blah 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 whatever so i next day i make it through iowa no problems i hit indiana i'm halfway through indiana and i notice there's this truck following me i it looked like it could be like an undercover police truck you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and it's following me for a while i'm going the speed limit and the second i hit 75 lights go on pulls me in, over in a 70s zone in a 70s zone yes yeah lights go on pulls me over so i'm sa- i'm like what the fuck man like this is such bullshit like you ping- you saw my license plate and you've been following me and just looking for a reason to pull me over you bastard so i pull over and this guy this old you know got to be in his mid 50s early 60s co- like sheriff he was the- he was a state sheriff like an official ass state sheriff comes over and he's like he's like howdy how's it going uh and i was like he's like hi here's my license and registration you don't even have to ask you know he's like appreciate that what you doing out here and i was like i'm going home uh i was i was out in oregon for business like blah 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 and he was like oh he was like what kind of business what you doing out in oregon and i was like i was like well i went to portland um uh, you know, to meet the other guy who, uh, we work on YouTube. He's the other part of the, of the channel. And, you know, we were meeting like some contacts from LA and like doing stuff like that. And he was like, he's like, Oh, okay. That sounds cool. YouTube, huh? YouTube. So you're making videos out there. It's like, no, we are just talking business and stuff. And like, so he, uh, goes back to the truck to run my license. I have a totally clean record. I don't even have a speeding ticket. So yes. nice. he, He comes back and he's like, everything's clean, um, but, you know, we got to make sure that people aren't pulling drugs through our state. So uh, do you mind if we search your car? Uh, If you don't want us to search your car, you know, we can we can just have the dog come and sniff it. And I was like, just just have the dog come and sniff the car. Like, I I don't have anything, man. You know, so the dog comes out, the dog's bloodhound or whatever, sniffing all around my car and shit like that. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, this is so fucking annoying. The guy's still in the truck, you know doing his thing, and uh, he comes back and the guy with the dog comes back. Right without his dog, and he you know taps on my window. I roll it down, and he's like, he's like, you work on YouTube, and I was like, yeah. And he's like, he's like, man, I love YouTube. He's like, <laughs> I use it all the time. I use it to fix my car. I use it to fix my sink. I use it everything. There's so much stuff on YouTube. What do you do? We were on watching you-? YouTube as we were yeah. following you for yeah, the last yeah. twenty minutes. <laughs> he's like, what do you do on YouTube, man? And I was like, uh I make content on anime. And he's like, ah, <laughs> anime. Cool. You know, and he was like, he's like, how do you make money on YouTube? I never oh, understand God. that. I never understood I got a the whole a, fucking like, thing. You had a
1: Thanksgiving dinner like conversation with families. With, with, with two Illinois state cops. Illinois cops.
0: Yeah. Old men, you know. Oh, this guy, Jesus this guy Christ. looks like he like rolled like, out of a fucking like hut too. Like I, I'm, he's got I'm hair, sure like
1: most people know, but for people who don't, that is the question that you get asked constantly as a YouTuber. Every yes. single person you meet that is over the age of 40, let's say. 35, dude. 35, whatever. Yeah. Older than <laughs> us is yeah. – Well, hot
0: damn. How do you make money doing that? (laughs) Yeah. How do you make or or like out here? It's like, how are you going to fucking make money doing that? You know, what do you what do you what? How do you do that? How do you make money? Yeah. But yeah. So so, you know, he goes back to his dog truck and then the sheriff comes back out and gives me my license and he's like, sorry about all this. You know, like we just we really got to make sure nobody's pulling drugs through state Massachusetts real far away, you know, like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I I get it you know it's fine like yeah i've been i've been pulled over and asked to be searched before i'm glad that you didn't push it because i hate getting my car searched they just tear everything apart and then it's right. everything's a mess he was like he was like oh we put everything back you know he's like so you worked on <laughs> youtube i was looking up i was looking you up on youtube uh over there i couldn't find anybody except for uh this wrestler and it's like there's a wrestler named michael pixley on <laughs> oh YouTube he was looking that, up like, your name uh but yes yeah, so i was like i was like no our channel name is uh bonsai pop like the tree and pop like the pop music and then i was like fuck why did i tell him that <laughs> like, he's gonna watch one of our videos and he's come gonna, catch <laughs> dude he's gonna watch the
1: newest fucking devil man video and go that motherfucker
0: if either he ever that,
1: comes back through our state
0: <laughs> i'm a fucking dragon by my truck this time either that or he's gonna be like wow i never thought about liberal politics like that hmm uh but you know he makes a good or he's poem. gonna be like god damn that's a really good alex jones impression <laughs> That's funny. He should be a comedian. Uh, but anyway, so that's 5D comedy. That is some 5D comedy. I rec- I recognize that 5D comedy. So, uh, you know, and I was talking to him. He's like, oh, yeah, I've heard about Patreon. It was like, who the fuck are you, man? Who the fuck are you? Like, what is going on? So anyway, he lets me go, and now I'm terrified of going two miles over the speed limit for the rest of Illinois. Now let me tell you, Illinois fucking sucks. Illinois is flat. It is hot. It is shitty. And where he pulled me over at that time was the worst air quality in the world other than Toronto, because the wildfires had started moving mm. downwards again. Right? So the second I hit Illinois, it's j- or Illinois. It's just smoke, 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 smoke. It's already a shitty area in the country. And now I'm getting fucking slammed by like horrible horrible wildfire smoke oh wow awesome bronte well have fun <laughs> you know uh, apparently uh their kids are throwing them a surprise party because she made the mistake of telling them uh, her birthday is on monday well happy birthday as well bronte indiana is a nightmare um it's so boring In northern indiana gary is like wild uh, and then so my next stop is toledo right uh, toledo ohio that's where i'm staying for the night yeah yeah um so I you get there You plan your stops
1: ahead? Like you you this figure time out your hotels ahead?
0: Yeah, I was like how am I going to work out like where I'm going and you know um how long it's going to be to the next destination. So I wanted the last day to be somewhere between 9 and 10 hours driving and that's that's how it worked um it's a 42 43 hour drive across the country with barring no mistakes obviously i got pulled over and i hit the thing and i got covered in ticks and you know blah 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 so i i stay in toledo i get up at 2 a.m because i hit there around like 7 p.m i was so tired that was the other thing is i was so tired the entire time it was it was miserable how tired i was You slept on a couch for a fucking week after you know? driving across the country and three driving days. across the country,
1: <laughs> and and
0: then we were busy as fuck. We were drinking heavily. You know, we only dr- we only drank a lot that one night. There There's yeah. only the night with yeah. Holden that was rough. Well, we're <laughs> old. One yeah. night is enough to fuck yeah. you up for a minute. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then my system went out again. Uh. Right. So I'm like, ah, shit. And I'm in Pennsylvania, which is a little part of Pennsylvania in between Ohio and New York. And so I'm like, you know, maybe if I maybe if I can, I can jog it by by hitting the, you know, the vibration strips. Right. Maybe that'll make it work. So I went over to my left wheel and, you know, I I was doing that a little bit. It wasn't working. So I was I was like, you know, maybe I'll try the right wheel. You know, maybe that will switch it. So I'm moving over to the right and I'm on a bridge. As I'm about to like go on to the vibration strip, I see it's a little wonky up ahead and I'm driving and I look over to where it was wonky and there's a fucking hole in the bridge. <laughs> like, like a fucking, what like, fuck? like a five by five hole in the bridge. I can see the river through the fucking bridge. And I was just like, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I could see every bad thing that could have happened to me. <laughs> You know, if I had made different choices at that time where my entire axle or both axles just get ripped off of my fucking car because and just tumble into the fucking river below just like oh man and i was like you know what nope i'm gonna go back into the left lane and just forget about you know maybe jiggling my sensor because i had opened the car i got home i got home uh and of course the last kick in the nuts because i needed a car wash so i went to the car wash like on the way home last kick in the nuts was horrible traffic that added another 35 45 minutes onto uh my trip back home in town I was all, I was in town. I could smell my house, you know, yeah. and like and then, and then, then just then, all this shit. Yeah. You know,
1: to add on top, you get the car wash, and it's not the cool
0: rave car wash that you had in Portland. Oh yeah, you know? yeah, just- yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so we got the day I left, we got a so, message from Figurama. Yeah. yeah so you yeah, it. yeah. So
1: we love working with Figurama. They're great. They pay well, and like mm-hmm. works. You know, and their product the l- is fantastic. the product is phenomenal. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? They're the perfect type of sponsor for us. So so I check. They they're following up. If you can't see me, I'm fucking air quoting, uh, on a message that we never received. And it turns out in the message they're like, uh, by the way, we have had a technical error, so you may not have received our first message. Mm-hmm. They wanted a video. This is the uh 25th that they message us. They wanted a video on Devil Man out between the 26th and the 30th.
0: Yeah. So they wanted it out the next day. They They wanted wanted it it on the the next day.
1: So can you write a script in a day and I'll (laughs) record it at 5 a.m. in a hotel room? And I'm like, fuck. I finished it about 2 a.m. And then Mike probably woke up 15 minutes later and recorded it. And Uh,
0: on my phone. Right. Under a blanket and it's not demonetized yet which is cool or age-gated which is the problem with Devilman. man so thank you for the gift sub sammy you are the best why are people mad um we'll get it we'll get into the devil man video in the in the anime week i think more than more than we are now but yeah so so that was nice That was a trip Devin and i are once again reunited things are happy it is it is good to be back but uh let's talk about the trip. Let's talk about uh the things we did cuz it was all pretty cool. Yeah, we got to do some really cool stuff on the trip. Uh Yeah. I I think
1: for both of us I would say that you know kind of the highlight was uh hanging out with the Wizard and the Bruiser people, going and see their show.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: that sort of stuff was really really fun.
0: Yeah, we had a uh, so so Holden Holden McNeely from um Round Table of Gentlemen Wizard and the Bruiser uh in page, page 7. seven. Yeah, he, he came out a day early to kind of give himself like his own little Father's Day gift to like hang out and go well, out. So well
1: for some backstory here, uh the Wizard and the Bruiser on page seven. They're part of the last podcast on the left network, and they are currently on tour. They're doing, you know, a bunch of cities, and they were going through Portland up to uh Tacoma and then and I think down flying to Utah home or something like yeah, but basically they were coming through Portland and uh, Mike had been on the Wizard and the Bruiser podcast for the Yu Yu Show video, so we already sort of had like you know a connection with those guys. We had like a funny story of like we had asked Holden if he wanted to be on our podcast, and he was like, Yeah, totally, and that never happened. And then Jake, the other guy that works on Wizard and the Bruiser, found Bonsai Pop and asked Mike to be on their podcast, yeah, yeah, so there was already like this, this fun, like sort of back and forth connection. So when they were coming out here, we were like, Yo we should hang out. And they were like, yeah, totally. And that's why Mike drove out in the first place was because all that was happening.
0: Well, what happened was, is I had told them that I was planning on moving to uh, Portland and they were like, oh, well, we have this show out. So if you're out there when we're, you know, when we're playing, like, just uh, let us know and we'll get like, we'll get you in and everything like that. Um, So that's how that all happened. And then Holden said uh, he messaged me. He was like, hey, like, you know, I'm going to be coming out uh, a day early if you (laughs) guys want to hang out. So we went out with him um, and we just had I mean, honestly, we just had a great great time. time. We talked for hours and like went to a bunch of different bars because you know holden likes holden likes checking that out he was really interested in portland it was a good time like we just had we just had a really good time i had a great time i i really enjoyed hanging out with him he is very personable super fun guy to hang out with funny you know just good well, time yeah. all around super funny he's a he was a stand-up comedian you know like he's yeah. he's done a lot um is what it I'm is assuming but... you got naru a cat sitter, Devin was there yeah, Same. Devin was home. Devin didn't yeah. come with me. There's no fucking way she would drive across the country. Uh, yeah. I was talking to her on the phone while I was out there quite a bit. Um, yeah. But yeah, and then the next day, we went out to the Wizard and the Bruiser show, which again was very inspiring. Um, Super fun. You know, it's almost like a sketch, like,
1: like a fully like scripted sketch comedy thing that they yeah. did. And, uh, you know, they give us free tickets, which is great. Uh, and my partner is, a has been a big fan of like a lot of the last podcasts on the left stuff. So they were really excited. Jack was super excited to get to go to and do that and like meet Jackie and stuff like that. It was really fun.
0: Yep. And then, uh, we went out with them after the show. We went to this like punk dive bar, uh, which I was like was a little nervous about. Cause I know I knew Holden's taste and then all the rest of them were like, fuck Holden. This is awesome. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> that was a great uh, bar it was yeah, a fucking it was. great bar. Was, yeah, yeah.
0: What, what was it called? The uh, B side. Uh, the B side. B side in Portland. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Um, it was it was a small hole in the wall like punk bar. They were playing great music. It was you know it, it's just a good place to go. It was go. cheap. It was empty.
1: It was perfect for what we needed. Yeah, yeah
0: we had that. We had big seats. Everything was cool. So we got to hang out with um MJ 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 MJ. Yeah, sorry MJ. You did like I was so impressed with MJ at the show. They really like pu- they they were like they were the sick. glue that helped. Yeah. It was, it was great. Yeah. Um, no JM, they didn't play any stained. <laughs> they, they did play some Depeche <laughs> mode though. That was cool. Also it's up, uh, and Zix. So yeah. Um, and, and just like talking with them is really cool, you know, because they all, they all came up in New York together, uh, like a couple different friend groups all went out to New York and they were working, you know, they, they worked hard to, uh, you know, make it up, uh, make it in the stand-up world, and then they were podcasting like early, 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 early. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, the when the last podcast on the left, which was a side project of a side project, took off and became the biggest true crime podcast in the world. Um, instead of like being like later, everybody, we're going to go live our awesome lives and be really rich. Uh, they took everybody with them, all of their friends, all of them are on the last podcast network. They all have their own podcasts. Um, they're all very successful. And I think that's kind of the best thing that you could do. Um, so that's, that's like, a, like a, I said, again, it's very inspiring. Um, and they were impressed They were, They were really impressed with us because they were like, man, when we were in our twenties, like we were just doing stuff and not getting paid. You know, like, we were working, like, we worked full-time jobs. we're in our
1: 20s anymore, but. Well, right, but when
0: we were, we were making money. Yeah. You know, so it was, uh, it was, it was really cool. So they were like, you guys are already, like, way ahead of where we were at the time, you know, just keep going. Which is crazy, because it does not feel that way. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I know. Um. But they were like, just keep doing what you're doing and like, you know, you'll definitely you'll get to where you want to be, uh, which is basically self-sustainable, you know? And yeah. um, so, yeah, so so I, all that hanging out gave me some really good ideas. I want to put them, I want to put them together and I want to put them out. And I think that they're attainable. In fact, I know that they're attainable. It's just getting the right group of people together. Because that's that's the idea is like, I want to figure out how to like, for all of our friends and stuff to like lift each other up, and like you know we can all benefit from each other's success and and then become more successful in turn, so right. I think that would be that would be really cool uh but yeah, I mean, the rest of the trip like i took I took a ton of walks with Grant, we went out to some good restaurants uh and then we went on a hike in Forest Park, which was really cool. Um, yeah, we went and saw loxton uh, yeah yeah, really that fun. was super fun um mm-hmm. loxton uh from loxton and noggin and noggin. Is- yeah 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 one, um,
1: one of the bigger apparently not the biggest pokemon channel uh but well he says the, he says not the biggest pokemon channel but i think he in his is the biggest analysis pokemon analysis channel i think mm. is what you could say
0: pokemon analysis pokemon theory pokemon yeah. any like actual content on pokemon that isn't opening pokemon opening cards. cards yeah yeah which is huge on youtube but stupid um so yeah, that was really great. Always uh, hanging out with Loxton and his family, Amber and, jo- so and Josh, fun. and yeah, and uh, his little brother. And it was just a good time. We played, uh, was it Jackbox? We played Jackbox yep. games for a long time. We ate dinner. Like their house is absolutely gorgeous. Um, it's was a the really perfect nice area. nerd
1: home, you know? Oh yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, even yeah. more perfect than you would expect. Like oh, it's yeah. fucked up, like how like like it, streamlined. like if
1: you, if you ever watch his content and you see
0: his set. His home is that, it's just more of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it was just, you know, it was just like, drove 42 hours and three days, like, chilled out, then just did a bunch of shit and then drove home. Yep. <laughs> you know, like. And hey, I, it looks like you didn't get COVID, didn't get sick. Nope, so nope, no, nope, nope. Fucking COVID. take it. That was cool. Yeah, I'll take that any day. Um, But yeah, I I will say that I got what I needed. I got my adventure. I got out there. I, you know, did a bunch of stuff. It's nice to be home. I feel happy that I'm home. Um, I feel accomplished. But I will say that if you are going to drive from ass end of country to other ass end of country, give yourself a month at least do not do that if you're going to be up there for only a week <laughs> it is the dri- like the drive home was miserable Brutal. yes so we have uh news things that have been going on fun stuff so let's uh let's talk about a certain submarine um <laughs> we all
1: died in a shitty submarine
0: oh my god shitty uh,
1: submarine uh, he saw a marine.
0: All right, so we're talking, of course, about the infamous billionaire uh, submersible that imploded upon itself. Uh, There have been many jokes, there have been many uh, gaffes and goofs at the expense of these people who died in arguably maybe the most horrific way I could possibly imagine. Yeah, it's not up there with the fun (laughs) ways to die, you know? (laughs) Yeah, Uh, so we have, let's see if we have any recent news, because uh, things are happening every day, people are fascinated by this. Have Um, we talked about this on a podcast no, no, it was it was kind of like we weren't really sure what was happening. Uh, I think it had just happened the day that we uh, had like done the, the last podcast. So, um, basically, the story is is a bunch of uh, a bunch of billionaires um, like got to get like got together more or less to go and see the Titanic. Which oh, dude, they're like, marketing
1: for their next dive, according to uh, like the city.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, it was, there was was this company that like, I I don't know, it's TLDR. uh, There's, it it was a bunch of billionaires, venture capitalists, essentially, you know, like people that like, are kind of doing the thing that people want to see billionaires do. Like the reason that Elon Musk has any fucking clout whatsoever is because he was innovative within the, or innovative, you can't see my... quotations but in the electric car market um, yeah. obviously SpaceX is something like the the exploration of space is something that only billionaires can really do right. um, the, the idea of pushing the frontiers of technology I would mm-hmm. say is
1: is the technology. billionaire space.
0: science human exploration right because we have two places we can go the bottom of the ocean and into space and we know more about space than we do about the bottom of the ocean we can go up Um, or we can go down (laughs) Yeah. that being said uh as far as i'm concerned if you are a multi-billionaire and you are not working to help stabilize the earth and feeding people then you can go fucking fuck yourself Uh, let's do that shit first before we start inventing rockets. You know, the last thing we need to put into the air is more greenhouse gases from fucking rocket fuel. These guys went down to see the Titanic, which, uh, like, it, it, it's just, what a waste of time and money, okay? Like, first of all, fuck you, like, people died in that, you know? number one,
1: you're not gonna see Leonardo DiCaprio, okay? Yeah. You know what I mean? He's still alive. Number Mm -hmm. two... We have a movie with Leonardo DiCaprio in it that you could watch. That's going to be better than
0: seeing the real thing. <laughs> yeah, much safer. Uh, arguably, much safer. Um, so, yeah, I have I have new updates, and I will also. I don't um, think that's arguable. I think it just is safer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. I mean. There's always, there's always, uh, submarines that, um, are built to be submarines, and that's the other thing, too, is that these guys weren't actually going to see it, they were going to see it through a fucking camera inside of the, uh, like, I don't know, it's just, it's just so fucking stupid. So, uh, this is from the BBC, um, the U.S. Navy says it detected sounds consistent with an implosion shortly after the sub-last contact on Sunday during a descent into the Titanic wreck at 3,800 meters, 12,467 feet below sea level, but this information was only made public on Thursday. The loss of the deepwater vessel was finally confirmed after a huge mission. What caused the implosions? Alright, so the, uh, the, the thing was called the Titan. Uh, Titan's hull is believed to have collapsed on Sunday as a result of enormous water pressure. No fucking shit. Uh, just so you guys know, 12,467 <sighs> feet below sea level is incredibly deep. That is incredibly deep. That is, like, that is very, 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 very fucking deep. That's deeper yeah, than... you can't spell Titanic without Titan. Yeah.
1: Maybe shouldn't have brought that particular submersive to the Titanic. <laughs>
0: uh so the sub they say was built to withstand such pressure and experts will now be trying to determine what exactly went wrong analysis of the debris may help to establish this titan is believed to have been three thousand five hundred meters below sea level uh which is almost at the depth that was supposed to be when contact was multiplied by three the vessel was so deep that the amount of water on it would have been equivalent to the weight of the eiffel tower which was tens of thousands of tons. If there were a rupture in the structure, the pressure outside would be much greater than on the inside of the hole compressing the vessel. Uh, so what happens in a... Okay, wh- what I'm looking for is the actual story. Uh, because I want to... The, there there's a bunch of individuals that are um, interesting within this this whole thing. Well, it, um, it
1: sounds like that they died from, uh you know... implosion via water pressure
0: right yeah uh and and there was some interesting people that were aboard it um that you know kind of kind of make the story interesting again i don't particularly fucking uh feel too bad okay so there was five people aboard this thing um and they they are all dead i can't look at the los angeles times which is cool all right, so, um, all right, so Sunday, uh, Titan went missing on a trip to explore the wreck of the Titanic. Five people were on board as the subsupply of oxygen dwindled. Authorities launched a desperate search of the seafloor covering an area the size of Massachusetts. Rescue ships pinged the ocean with sonar in the hopes of detecting the shape. Uh, now the U S state coast guard has announced that a remotely operated vehicle found the wreckage. Okay. That's cool. Uh, the subs operator ocean gate has confirmed the loss of the vessel in a statement. This is an extremely sad time for our dedicated employees. OceanGate was the, was the company that built this thing. Um, mm-hmm. and let's just kind of like put it into perspective. One of the things that people talk about with this is that it was controlled by a PS three controller. It was actually controlled by a knockoff PS three controller made by Logitech, which, uh, oh dude sounds... that was the problem they didn't go with mad cats well it just sounds like it's crazy but apparently there are submarines out there that are controlled by like xbox controllers it's not totally out of like it's not I as mean, crazy as it sounds it's a hilarious
1: but also like there's a reason why controllers are, are used you know yeah like this yes. it, it is a once you learn it it's very fucking intuitive to control shit on a controller
0: Yes, I get yeah. it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, I that that would be the, uh, um, Titan story. I think is what I'm looking for. Uh, how to prevent another another submersible tragedy? Uh, Titan Greek mythology? No, a uh, Titan ship? Maybe? I don't know. This billionaire
1: cool. buys knockoff controller. Well, now hold on. It wasn't the billionaire. It was the company that the billionaire made. <laughs> yes,
0: yes, exactly. The wreck of the Titan. Um, On June 20, uh, on 18th of June, 2023, Titan, a submersible operated by Ocean Gate with five people inside imploded during its descent to view the wreck of the Titanic, Uh, something that you absolutely never need to do. Fuck you, billionaires. Do something better. Uh, While on a tourist expedition in North England, the implosion occurred about 370 nautical miles off the coast of Newfoundland, Canada. On board the submersible were Stockton Rush, the CEO of Ocean Gate. So the CEO of this company that built the submersible itself was on the ship. Um, So communication uh, with the Titan was lost an hour and 45 minutes into its dive. The authorities alerted when it failed to resurface at the scheduled time later that day. Blah, 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 blah. Background Oceangate is a private company founded in 2009 by Stockton Rush and Guillermo. I'm not even going to try Son Lane. Um, since 2010, it has transported paying customers in leased commercial submersibles off the coast of California, in the Gulf of Mexico, and the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, it's based in Everett, Washington, U.S. Rush realized that visiting shipwreck sites was the way to get media attention. Ocean Gate had previously conducted trips to other shipwrecks, including a 2016 dive to the wreck of the Andrea Doria uh, aboard their other submersible Cyclops One. Why are you naming these after Greek things? Uh, in 2019, Rush told the Smithsonian Magazine, there's only one wreck that everyone knows. If you ask people to name something underwater, it's going to be sharks, whales, and the Titanic. So the dives to the Titanic took place during multi-day excursions organized by Ocean Gate, according to reporter David Pogue. The Ocean Gate did five Titanic excursions during the summer of 2021 and five excursions during the summer of 2022. So this isn't even the first rodeo. as from what it sounds, yeah, passengers would sail to and from the wreckage site aboard a support ship and spend approximately five days in the ocean above the wreckage. Uh, two dives were usually attempted during each excursion, though dives were often canceled or aborted due to weather or technical malfunctions. That's another thing is like where the Titanic sank is like a shitty spot mm-hmm. in the ocean. Um you know we got things where it was uh you know obviously people were like hey maybe this should go down to the ocean like maybe you should stop cutting costs you fucking billionaires and build a ship that's like actually super duper safe um because you are going into a place where like if it's not you're going to instantly be crushed to death uh yeah that's really not
1: the part where you like cheap out you know (laughs)
0: Yes, so Rush approached Las Vegas businessman Jay Bloom with two discounted tickets, intending for him and his son to be on the trip. The billionaire was offered a price of $150,000 per seat, rather than the full price of $250,000, with Rush claiming that it was safer than crossing the street. (laughs) Safer than crossing the street. But Bloom turned down the offer over safety concerns. At the time, the trip was scheduled for May, but bad weather delayed it to June. They got a acoustic signature consistent with an implosion hours after Titan submerged. So here's the thing. Like, we didn't hear about this for a while. Uh, we were, we were like, there was a lot of like horrific things that people were thinking like, oh man, like these people are going to be trapped down there for you know, days they're going to be like shitting in this fucking, you know, garbage can down there like they're going to have to pee in that thing. There's no fucking room, dude. It's a tiny little sub. Mm-hmm. You know what happens? Like, you know, are they going to start eating each other before they run out of air after 96 right. hours? You That's know, is not there any happened, water down though. there? Like, <laughs> I mean, they all had to be wealthy as fuck. Two of them were offered $150,000 tickets. The other one were offered $250,000 tickets. That's enough to uh, buy a house yeah. um, or or a really big house depending on where yeah. you are. So or a lot of um, land in Wyoming, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So here's the thing. Um when a when a submarine implodes, it's not a it's not a slow thing. No. You just die. You just die instantaneously just like i mean it's not a it's not a bad death you know these they probably didn't even see it coming no you know it, it was mean? probably like there was probably a sound and then they were dead instantly dead like you are crushed into fucking oblivion so i i i don't fucking feel bad uh in that sense um you know it sucks that the kid died uh that's that is that is kind of a bummer you know i mean uh there's no there's no information on him. I might be able to. I might be able to check into it, uh, but honestly, like all the all these people were insanely fucking rich. They were doing something that they didn't need to fucking do, and it, like. Uh, it, it was hubris, you know what mm. I mean. Like you're going, you're you're going on like morbid tourism. You yeah. know what I mean. Like that's it's when you could have been putting that money to anything. Even if you were just doing it to like buy more property or what the fuck ever. Rich ass. Can people you do, imagine
1: like spending a hundred and fifty, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars on on a, a, a ticket? ticket
0: to anything? To anything. Yeah. No. I wouldn't spend that to go to space. No, fuck now. You know fuck what I mean? No. no, you guys are assholes. There's so many more important things that you could be doing, or like, you know, putting that money into medical research, putting that money into fucking anything. And yes, I am literally virtual, uh, virtue signaling right now, but fuck you. You know what I mean? If you're all upset, and people died, it's like you didn't know them and they didn't know you. And if you did know them, they'd probably take be taking advantage of you or exploiting you to make more fucking money. Like you have to be a sociopath in order to get that kind of cash in the first place. I just don't fucking feel bad. Not, you know not I mean? $150,000,
1: like, by the way, but to be rich enough to spend that on a fucking ticket for something.
0: Also, while we're while we're talking about the deaths of billionaires, uh, let's plug Gamer Subs code BPOP for ten percent off. You can get yourself some Gamer Subs. I recommend the Titty Milk. Tyler recommends the Mango and age. the Lemonade.
1: Mix that shit. So Mango fucking good. Mango and the
0: Lemonade. There you go. Um, <laughs> Cole
1: yes. says, act now. Tomorrow's uh, also, too late. That's incorrect. Tomorrow is the actual day that you can do it.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. So hopefully, this so is out me what y- tomorrow. <laughs> around 350 pakistanis were on a migrant boat that sank off of greece and many are still oh, um yeah uh that was seven days ago june 23rd pakistan's interior minister said friday that an estimated 350 pakistanis were on board an overcrowded fishing boat carrying migrants that sank off of the greek coast last week and many remain missing and may have died in one of the deadliest incidents in the central mediterranean sea Jeez. uh but also, like, what does that say about us? You know what I mean? Like, we're 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 fascinated about these five these five rich assholes who are like, Ew, let's go look at the fucking Titanic, dude. This is gonna be fucking cool, man. This, is, oh, dude, I can't wait to be like one of the people inside the fucking Titanic. And then there's like 700 people that fucking 700 migrants that died, uh, on this at the same time, and nobody talked about it. You know, like it's it's just so fucking stupid. Uh, it's, it's really, it's really gross the way, uh, we, we, uh, not even we, this is not our fault as, as, as citizens, as people who do not like, you know, uh, put the news out. This is not our fault that we didn't hear about it.
1: You know, the media, if you want to know more about how the media manipulates you, well, watch our newest devil man video. (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah exactly exactly so uh tyler's there's been some other intriguing things that have happened colleen uh bollinger yep that's who it was so colleen bollinger uh is an interesting individual who is currently under uh scrutiny and being canceled uh for quote-unquote uh grooming so so for those who don't know Colleen Bollinger, she's a YouTuber. I don't know um, dick about her. I, I know one thing. She okay. plays the ukulele. So she uh is one of the first YouTube celebrities. Her channel from what I remember has something like 6 million something subscribers on it. Uh she's been making videos for fucking ever like longer than uh, 2006. 2006. Wow, like longer than. Us. I was in freshman Holy year. Fuck when she started making videos yeah uh to 22.9 million subscribers 13 million tiktok followers 6 million instagram followers uh she was on netflix original series haters back off here we go let's get into the controversy so grooming as as everybody knows uh grooming is like the big hot thing right now so um in April 2020, a 17-year-old fan and YouTuber Abin McIntyre, McIntyre, uh, McIntyre used accused Bollinger of enlisting his unpaid help for social media content he had suggested for her Miranda Singh's social media accounts and sending him lingerie when he was 13 years old. Uh, the following month, Bollinger posted a video to YouTube in which she said that McIntyre had asked for the lingerie after seeing it displayed in one of her live streams as one of several gifts for her fans. She also said it had been a mistake in judgment to send the underwear to a fan. Yeah,
1: no she shit. noted
0: that she often uses comedy ideas suggest well hold on. She noted that she often uses comedy ideas suggested by fans, but admitted that it had been a mistake to allow the young fan to post directly to her Twitter account for a day without carefully vetting the content that he posted. Uh, Bollinger also addressed criticism in some of her older videos, satirizing Latina and overweight women. Uh, agreeing that they were insensitive and apologizing for having posted them in june 2023 youtuber cody tyler doll posted a video which doll soon deleted showing purported screenshots in quotes <laughs> uh of a group chat of bollinger participating with minors including mcintyre then about 15 where he asked for suggestions for an upcoming q a on his youtube channel the shot shows bollinger suggesting are you a virgin um and asking McIntyre his favorite sex position the allegations led to scrutiny of suggestive humor seen in bollinger's content like we talked about before bollinger later posted a response video and song admitting that she had made mistakes but but not denied being a groomer and called the accusations lies and gossip made up for clout she stated that Miranda sings has always been marketed as pg-13 humor and is not any kids app that uh and that parents should decide if their child should watch her videos or attend live shows the video received negative comments okay so she's also explained that like there's also been other things, right? So she talked, she like overshared with people about her. Uh, I think it was a breakup or a divorce or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, you know, she's not making Jake Paul shit. That's good. You know, that's good.
1: Yeah. You, you passed so, the, the minimum bar at that point.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot, there's a lot that is going on in here. Right. And things that I have not gotten verification on as far as I'm aware. Right. So th- this, this woman is being absolutely smashed right yeah. now. You have to realize that they started. She started her career in two thousand eight. Yeah. What were you doing in two thousand eight? Me. You know what I, I mean? If you weren't school. a fetus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, like if you weren't a fetus, you're probably you know in high school or an adult. Uh, and and shit. Like if you remember two thousand eight, it wasn't exactly like woke country at the time. You know what I mean? Like the the top the top comedians were like. Uh, was that, was that little dude's name? Um, Todd Howard, uh, the guy who's like, he's a pimp. You know what I mean? Remember, remember that fucking guy, Cat Williams, like Cat Williams, Lisa Lampanelli, uh, like everything, the, the humor was offensive. That's what humor was in the two thousands. It was just offensive. Everybody was doing it. There was no, like, there was no understanding of like the deeper, like, underlying social issues behind making fun of fat people and you know doing racist jokes and all of this stuff. Uh it was just the norm, right? So obviously if you were working in any kind of media at that point in time, which tons of people were, including Miranda Singh slash uh Colleen Bollinger, uh tons of people have apologized for that for their content. If if I had been on the internet, I would need to have apologized for my content by now. You know, mm-hmm. like, I'm sure all of us would. We've, like, Treesicle is a snapshot of our early 20s. <laughs> There's a lot of shit on there that is not funny anymore. You know I don't what know, I mean? A lot of it's still pretty like, funny. <laughs> well, it's still funny, but, you know, we have to say, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Like, you you just, like, you have to apologize. I think the vast you know? majority uh, of stuff on Treesicle is totally fine still. Uh, cringe, uh... but... There's definitely some, there's definitely misogynist jokes that we made on Mm School that were not, you know what I mean? Like, okay, so I'm just saying, even in 2000, what what was that? 15, 14? Uh, Like, shit was still not on the level that it is right now. 2004, yeah, shit was not on the level that it is right now. But it was never called Uh, that. Just saying. Yeah, because it's a shitty title. And because,
1: (laughs) you know what I mean? description of the very first video i wrote and that's the story you never knew and the guys were on a camping trip and said that should be that's way better
0: (laughs) yeah yeah it is is. better better. uh but also you know i mean that's just that's just where we were at uh as a society at that time um and things have changed so as far as this chick making like maybe some racist jokes maybe some fat jokes like that i whatever you know, everybody has fucking done that that was around at that time. That's just the way it goes. Obviously, somebody's going to go back, especially when they're under scrutiny, and dig through everything this person has ever done and find everything that they possibly can that was bad, right? That's just what happens anytime somebody gets canceled. Sure. Yes. Yeah, I mean, like I was talking to another YouTuber. I'm not going to name them, but it was during my issue with uh, the Bleach fans where they were like, look, man, like I don't say anything about Bleach because I know for a fact, if I upset anybody, they're going to go all the way back through my Twitter and find every single thing that I've said about Bleach, put it up on Reddit and put it up online. And it's just not worth doing. Right. There was weird messages between her and her fans. Right. And obviously her fans were young. I don't I don't know. Like the age gap, I don't know the age difference, it doesn't matter. Um, whether she knew that or not has not been confirmed, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's it's not been confirmed, so I don't know, so I can't put that on her. Uh, if she did know, then obviously, yes, that's that's weird. Um, she has explained that, um, you know, when she was talking about her divorce or her breakup or whatever, uh, she was very lonely and was just trying to communicate with their fans. That's something that I can understand, right? I mean, we've talked about all sorts of stuff in the Patreon, right? Not we sure. talked about dick lips, yeah, right? Our Patreon is 18 and up. It doesn't mean that people can't sneak into it if they want to. We would never know. There's no possibility for us to know. We cannot ask people to send pictures of their IDs into our fucking Patreon. Yeah, and we have know? had people uh,
1: who were under the age of 18 in the Patreon that when we found out were like... And
0: we have... Get booted. Right. Exactly. Um, Devin says she was 29 and was ch- in chats with 13 to seventeen year olds or 17 year olds. It was weird. It is weird. It is weird. But I'm not sure if she knew. Right. Like we just haven't we just haven't had that be confirmed yet. I'm just trying to explain what we know Uh, at this moment. I've seen the receipt. She definitely or at least allegedly with a picture has been like, you know, uh, what's your favorite sex position? Like that kind of stuff. But. I mean, I don't get it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get that's not something that I would. A, I, I don't think that's something I, like I would ask, like one of our patrons. You know what I mean? No, like I think that it is important to take a look at the, the social shit that we are dealing with right now, um, that we are looking at influencer, uh, not society, but influencer culture, right? Like everybody wants to be a star. Everybody wants to be fucking famous, and I think that the generations coming up are looking at it in a different way than we were when we were kids because we were looking at movie stars like John claude Van Damme and like fucking comedians like Cat Williams and like all of these very old school now ideas of fame bands my chemical romance or f- toad the wet fucking sprocket, or something like that and being like i want to be that glenn guy phillips. Uh, but if i wasn't to- if i was glenn phillips i would shoot myself in the what head. uh but glenn the, phillips the point is awesome
1: <laughs> no you're not getting away with that i'm not yes then you're <coughs> fucking toad the wet sprocket hate mike
0: <laughs> here is a link to what sammy was talking about it is loading this is centennial uh world.com trent bollinger accused of fostering an inappropriate online relationship with a young colleen bollinger fan uh, this is updated june 11th uh, again this has been going on for a while uh, trent bollinger uh the brother of mega youtube star colleen bollinger has been accused of sending inappropriate messages to a young fan of the sisters Trent has been featured on Colleen's channel over the years, most notably in 2018 when Colleen documented his experience getting a cochlear implant for his hearing impairment. Okay. Uh, Who cares? Um, blah, blah, blah. Okay. in a lengthy Twitter thread posted on June 8th, a user named Oliver Ollie shared multiple screenshots of alleged messages sent to them from Trent when they were 13 to 14 years old. And Trent was in his thirties. Ollie also included a screen recording to verify the messages. Ollie now uses they, he pronouns, but was using she, her at the time of the messages. Um, So uh, the messages start with Trent telling Ollie not to share the conversation with anyone and that anything they speak about stays between them. I'm told not to speak to people under 18, Trent wrote. I do so just to spread positivity. Uh, Those are in quotes. Uh, throughout the messages, Trent discussed Ollie's sexual orientation, got possessive over the minor, and gave Ollie the nickname "Peapod." He guilted Ollie over the prospect of them forgetting about him one day, and more on more than one occasion, he appeared very concerned over Ollie labeling themselves as bisexual or gay. Okay, here here's what I want what I was interested in because I wanted to see what Colleen uh had to do with this um. Because this seems all like Trent. Uh, he seemingly admitted to video chatting with Colleen's underage fans in the past, and told Ollie that he stopped because his parents said that could get him in trouble. I stopped because parents were like that can get you in trouble. And Colleen posted a video I got mad at. He writes because your parents could take it the wrong way, like I'd do something horrible to you. Okay, so so it seems like it seems like more than Colleen having something to do with Trent. Uh, getting a hold of her fans, it seems like Trent used the fact that he was Colleen's brother to talk to their fans, which is something that, you know, that's how you get closer to Colleen, right? Right. Like when you're that, you know, oh, I want to talk to Colleen. I'll deal with her, you know, uh, mentally handicapped brother in the the process. That, I mean, I can see myself, once again, doing that, you know what I mean? Um, But it does seem like he is a bit of a creep or at least, uh, you know, not all there uh, not together going on you have to be smart you have to think about what the fuck is going on in the internet <laughs> stares tuckerly <Lee. laughs> yeah you have to you have to think about you, what the fuck goes on on the internet i am aware of this shit like we have had patrons that seemed like they were immature that we had to fucking you know kick out because we couldn't like we we just couldn't take that kind of risk but if but that that being said if there are things to blow the whistle on absolutely blow the fucking right. whistle blow the whistle Get a group together, blow the fucking whistle, get this shit taken down, get people get people's shit taken away. That's it. That's a, that, I mean, guess that's that's all I really have to say about that. What about you, Ty? You have anything to wrap that up with? Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of people
1: want success for all the wrong reasons. You know? Mm-hmm. And, and then there are other people yep. who want success because, you know, this is what they are passionate about. And I yep. think... You can often tell the
0: difference if you know what to look for, you know mm-hmm. absolutely yeah make just like just like you know I'm always talking about the the fact that my parents never told me to make good friends right right follow good people yeah. that's that's what i that's what I would suggest not not these controversial like blah 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 don't look up to that kind of shit because like it's the same thing they're just like preying on your like instantaneous reactions the the online social sphere is extremely predatory Mm -hmm. right they're trying to squeeze you for money they're trying to get you too involved they're trying to use you as a social weapon and clout they're trying to like you know what for real like there are a lot of people out there that are uh you know it's just sketchy like just don't just don't be just don't get used by by people who don't care about you you know or in general Mm -hmm. but especially not by people who don't care about you (laughs) right you're a blip you're a number you're a blip you know like it's it's not cool uh you know it's it's fucked up um so yeah take care of yourself and um you know be smart i guess especially if you're young i know it's hard when you're young Yeah. yeah it sucks it sucks uh also not everything is exactly the way that you think it is You know, being rich and famous isn't always a good thing, especially like sometimes you die in the summer. Yeah, sometimes you die in it. Sometimes you get so... Thank you for taking it all the I way back you, around, man. Tyler. Sometimes yes, you get so Tyler fucking is full here of yourself. <laughs> yeah, yes, and Tyler is on it today. Sometimes you get so fucking full of yourself that you think it's worth $250,000 to take a trip down to look at a fucking old capsized ship that h- like hundreds and hundreds of people died mm-hmm. on uh, for funsies, and then you get fucking crushed to death in... Uh submarine. Try right, 5D comedy. <laughs> it's 5D comedy right there. It's 5D comedy, dude. I guess, Tyler, is it is it time to uh ask you the important question or do we have anything? I certainly hope so, man. Right on. Well, how was your anime We Thank you for me up. Perfect, dude. I did it Fuck perfectly. Yeah, that was amazing. Uh, that was best. Best attempt. So I, I think we already talked about
1: barefoot Jen on the last one, uh, right? We did. But the Indeed. the big thing that's happening. I mean, like, Mike and I have been busy. We really haven't been watching much of anything except for uh, your movie sucks videos. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. But um, we uh, we 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 put out a Devil Man video today. Um, you know, it's like what fucking four hours old or something. Uh, Doing
0: yep. fairly well. People are mad about it in the comments, Uh which I yeah. Well, the comments are also fucked up. Uh, so so the comments have not been appearing the way that they're supposed to appear. Uh, so if you go into our YouTube studio, yeah, I'm in it right now. Actually, yeah, that's that's where you need to look at the comments because they're not showing up on the video, which is really what? fucking weird to me, and I don't know what why. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, like. So, I'll go to the video sometimes, and there will be a bunch of comments. I'll go back to it, and there will I be, like, comments. uh... There's, there's plenty
1: of, uh, you know, negative comments. There's also plenty of positive comments. Um... Yeah,
0: well, we should explain and, why.
1: you know, th- this video, it, it was a script that I wrote very fucking quickly, um, because we were on a time... We were on a crazy fucking time crunch for this video, and Mike said, why don't you write a video on why Man is still controversial today?
0: Why, why is it well, so upsetting? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why, why is Devilman so upsetting that we can't get a video on it out on YouTube without YouTube either age-gating it, demonetizing it, or right. both? You know? Like, let's talk about the controversy. Let's talk about how it's upsetting people. Let's talk about that. That should be an easy video to write because it's... It's all right there. Right. You know and what then I mean? I took that yeah.
1: and watched it and I forgot what Mike said and kind of wrote something that was related to it.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I think you, I, no, I think you hit it right on the head. I mean, you took the, you, you took exactly what I said and made a script on it. All right. Like, well, like I Honestly, I have, like yeah. when I was
1: writing, script, I was like, fuck, I don't really remember what Mike said. I hope this is right. Uh, but it, yeah. I, it worked out. But basically, you know, if you've watched Devilman, any of the iterations or it, or whatever... Uh, d- d- and I guess spoilers, uh, for again, a fucking 50 year old story. It's
0: having the story spoiled is not going to no. ruin your journey, with but it. you know, like you'll still enjoy it.
1: The The idea behind this show is that people that you don't know, or eventually it becomes people that you don't know, people who think differently than you, people who are differently than you are going to be literal demons. And they are so dangerous to you that you need to kill them for your own safety. Yeah. That is yeah. the essential concept behind the show. And the world dies because of it. The world yeah. quite yeah. So, like, literally goes through an apocalypse.
0: Right. Yeah. The, I, I, and, and I think the first idea that's put out is you need to become what you hate in order to save yes. the world. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to, you have to be the demon in order to defeat right. the demons, you, you need uh, to which again, come
1: evil. You need, you know, it's almost like that sort of like power vacuum situation with dictators where you depose one dictator, but the person you've going to fill that slot's going to be even worse. You know, it's like that type <laughs> of mentality of to get rid of evil. You have to be even worse.
0: Yeah, you have to take it into yourself at least. You have to take in evil to yourself and use that to uh, do the things you want. So, I mean, to bring it back to the conversation we just had, right? Say, like, you are a a clout chaser, okay? And you want to fuck over somebody in order to make your, like, get famous, right? But then you use that fame to better the entire social system, right? You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? You still did a bad thing. Like you still did the same kind of shit that these people do, uh, in order to get where you wanted to be and do the things that you wanted to do. It's not right, you know, but it was what you did. Like it's kind of the same thing. It's like selling out, right? So you you change the or or becoming a politician in order to become in order to change the, the Congress, you had to become a congressman, right? Which is just automatically bad you know that kind right. of shit and, right. and you know the anyway. other
1: things the devil man goes into is you know the, the thought of the other demons are seen by humans as these e- pure evil creatures uh the, completely immoral you know they have every right to be destroyed you learn and it doesn't it doesn't knock it on the head but it makes it obvious that Demons have emotions. They can love. They have relationships. They are very much mm-hmm. the same in a lot of ways to humanity. Uh, and then it goes into the idea of, you know, humans are destroying the, the earth. Are humans really good people? Are they really the good guys in general? Because, you know, we are at the top of the food chain, so to speak, and there's nothing to keep us in check. Right?
0: The, right. The and only to, thing to, to put. Hmm? To put kind of what you're talking about into perspective is like, so the demons are like a threat to humanity, right? Right, like they they try to kill humans and stuff like that. So there are obvious demons that are demons. And the way that I would kind of like put that out there is like Hitler, sure. right? Hitler was a bad guy, you know. He did bad mm-hmm. things, and he was he was what i think hitler was the closest thing that we could call evil uh that we really have to latch on to um that being said that the the whole everybody hated hitler and everybody hated the nazis is a complete myth right there was tons of people in america that were pro hitler they were they were pro like (laughs) Yeah, still are like that, like this whole, like we were so united, like a blah, blah, blah. It's bullshit. It was just that the majority of people were united right. on that front. It doesn't mean everybody was. But that being said, Hitler is, is the Hitler would be a good demon kind right. of and idea. You also have to remember he that he did like, have feelings. when
1: uh, we went into World War Two, we went in to fight Japan. Not Germany. Yeah, we got attacked by Japan.
0: Right. That was what set everything yeah. in motion, and then Germany tried to get uh, fucking Mexico right to attack us, and that's when we when we discovered that transmission. That's when right. I think we went into. But, growth, but our, I'm i I, I believe you're correctly.
1: right. I can't remember exactly what that was called. It's like the something telegram or some shit. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but yeah. Uh, yeah, like the we didn't have German concentration camps. We had Japanese concentration camps. Like we, right. we were very, very much uh, the Zimmerman note. Thank you, Sammy. I knew it was Zim something.
0: And uh, <laughs> to be to be historically correct, they were internment. Sorry, camps. so they weren't. Yeah, yeah no. Well, because nobody. I'm, as far as I'm aware, nobody died in a in a Japanese internment camp. I don't think anybody died in those camps. Still the same. So it way. wasn't. You can't. Yeah, like the like any kind of concentration internment camp is bad, yeah. for sure, you know, but it's not the same as I'm not saying what that they're a the one Nazis for one thing. thing. I'm saying that I think
1: you can call <laughs> right. a Japanese internment camp a concentration camp and you're not
0: wrong. We agree. <laughs> but yeah, so 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 Hitler is like the demon, right? And in, in the same way, it's like obviously Hitler had emotions. He had a wife. He was a painter. You know what I mean. There was more layers to him than just being a psychopathic evil person. Mm-hmm. Obviously, what he chose to do made him evil as fuck and like the perfect representation of evil. So you know, in, in, in
1: essentially, what ends up happening is Rio, one of the main characters, who's fighting the demons, that is not Devil Man Akira or uh, Akira, uh. He ends up basically uh, becoming a political commentator, <laughs> essentially, like he, mm-hmm. he tells the world about demons through social media, through the mass media, uh, gets countries at war with each other because, you know, one country will think that another country is basically a demon uh, breeding ground because they're all immoral and whatnot, he gets people Mm -hmm. uh, against people, and he basically is like, you can only trust yourself and the people that are like you, because if you're moral, then you know you're okay, and the people that are like you are okay, and anybody else is potentially a demon.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. Anybody could be a demon at any time. You don't Mm -hmm. know, so, So it it breeds this breeding this paranoia. It breeds this fear of the other.
1: It breeds mass paranoia, mass moral panic. And eventually, you know, Mm -hmm. it gets to the point where Miki, one of the, uh, like, sort of secondary-esque characters, is listening to this going to spoil the video for me. It's based on the same stuff. It's not – I mean, you're going to get a more cohesive
0: Yeah, I mean, you could – like, it's a short video. You could just watch the video and come back. It's it's a 14-minute video, you know? (laughs) It's not long. Yeah,
1: But, you know, uh, uh, Miki ends up uh, trying to defend Akira and saying that he's not – a bad person even though he is a devil man and she gets her entire family gets fucking destroyed for it you know because they're like oh well if you're on their side you're on our side and and, you know and it it paints humanity in a very fucking negative light in a light of uh, you know we are not inherently moral people or creatures you know and we very much will destroy each other Uh, If we deem it necessary. Mm -hmm. And that is exactly what the demons did back when they controlled the planet was they killed each other as well. You know, it brings on the question Mm -hmm. of is the reason that we have war and that there's so much violence in the world. Is it because that's how we control humanity
0: is through violence? Yeah. And is the is the pinnacle of is the pinnacle of society self-destruction? And, and, you know, yeah. it's
1: this idea of, uh, you know, these people, literally Rio who is fucking Satan, uh, he profits off of spreading mass fear and mass hate. And we have people in the real world who do that exact same thing, you know? So yeah. making those comparisons and people are like very fucking upset. About that when we talk yeah. about people like Alex Jones or Ben Shapiro or, uh, you know, other
0: Elon I, Musk,
1: I don't even think we well, Yeah, I mean, we talked about billionaires and corporations yeah, yeah. and stuff as well, but showed a picture. Yeah, of Elon but, Musk. you know, people are fucking mad because they're like, you're getting on a high horse and being preachy. And I'm like, dude, that, it's literally what the show's about. It's yeah. literally what yeah. the show is actually trying to tell you. I don't know how you watch Devil Man and not see it. You right. know?
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't see the other message other than like you know, Satan is like, biting. Literally,
1: <laughs> literally, the theme of Devil Man is if you continue down this path of pushing people apart, seeing other people as inhuman, and trying to exterminate them you are going to destroy the world as we know it. That is the right. plot line and theming of Devilman.
0: Yeah. Because, like, it, it, the ironic thing about it is that the Japanese believe that humans are inherently right. good. um which i mean don't get me wrong they they went from unit 737 to you know uh making mario kart rides and shit <laughs> like that so uh they they've had some growing that they've done mm-hmm. uh or I, I don't know it's weird it's funny how taking away a country's standing army like kind of makes them better people you ever notice it, like i feel like germany is doing pretty well obviously they have a bad right wing side to them but like as a country like germany is like very ahead of the curve when it comes to a lot of things yeah you take away that army and they got other shit to think about you know what i mean um it's it's kind of like a realistic version of what like r slash nofap is attempting (laughs) which uh is i mean for them it's bullshit uh they're they're dumb and wrong but uh devil man also has a lot of um you know it's 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 a big allegory to uh to the witch hunts and the red scare you know, back in the day, uh communism was the was the big like uh oh you right. know, and it was made during that that red scare right. still, during the Cold War and everything like that. So and and we talk about in this, in the day, like, panic
1: you, and stuff in there as well, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Back in the day you didn't like your neighbor, you just tell somebody they're a communist and all of a sudden your neighbor's gone. You don't like your wife, you tell the fucking people your wife's a communist, all of a sudden your wife is gone. Um so it it's it's a lot like that, right? Because Simply enjoying the idea, the, the philosophical uh, govern, you know, or governmental or uh, economic idea of communism doesn't make you a bad person. I mean, it's not, it's not going to work out in the end unless you're living in a colony of like 13 to 45 people and you all know each other very well. And, you know, that's, that's one thing. Living in a commune is fine. Trying to make a country like Russia communist is not going to work out. There's too many fucking people. You know, like it's just it's a little it, communism works in very, yeah. yeah, it works in very small, so, tiny, itty bitty societies in Wyoming. Yeah. yeah. Communist, yeah, communist, communist uh, camp coming to a Wyoming near you. Oh, my God. Could you imagine how well that would go over with the uh, Wyoming? So good. Um,
1: but yeah, not in like heavy detail. Well, we talked about the fact that like there are people that profit off of hate. There are people that profit profit. There are corporations that profit off of people fighting each other as opposed to the system that is keeping them down. You know, like yeah. or or just their life yeah. force. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, 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 I mean, the I, the whole idea is if you continue to see people that are different than you as other as opposed to people. Mm-hmm. The world is going to go to hell in a handbasket, you know? Yeah, and, that, and that's yeah. literally I what mean, the end of the show is, is the world is literally hell.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the thing, too, is right. Like I got pulled over by that good old boy mm-hmm. sheriff, right? And I'm, I'm white, okay? Like, so I know that my experience is going to be different from somebody uh, of color or a mm-hmm. woman or whatever, but I'm also covered in tattoos. Yep. I have a rainbow flag on the back of my car. I'm from Massachusetts. You know, like, obviously me and this cop are going to be at odds. He is a... He's a... Uh, oh, uh, boy. He's the dog of the law. Yeah, he's a dog of the law. He's a good old boy. And, you know, we found because I wasn't an asshole to him immediately. And he wasn't an asshole to me immediately. we uh, other than pulling me over for like screening my fucking license plate. uh, You know, like he opened the, he, op- I opened the window. I gave him my shit and you know, I didn't give him any shit and he didn't give me any shit. And I la I left with kind of like a goofy story. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like he saw that I was polite. I saw that he was polite. We were both polite to each other and we left without a problem, you know, like like other uh, as opposed to the people that kind of accosted me in Idaho, right? Who started calling me like a faggot and shit, you know, it's a totally, totally different experience, right? Because they saw me as other and they started treating me as other, whereas like in my mind, I was going to talk to them about their horses. I was literally going to talk to them about their horses until they started saying that shit about me because I like horses, you know, or at least I don't hate them. Sure. So that's, that's the difference. You know, you just have to treat people like people and they're not going to fucking be shitty to you in general, right? In general, obviously there's exceptions to the rule, but, uh, but no, no, I have done part of a 12 step program. It
1: wasn't for any sort of, uh, you know, drug addiction or anything like that. It was for codependency. Uh, and I got out. I want to say around step three or four. I don't remember exactly. I have I somewhere probably a coin for like a month to three months, something like that, of doing mm-hmm. it. Uh, and, you know, it, it's they, – they do really try to push you to, to uh, you know, give yourself into a higher power, quote-unquote. Now, yeah. yep. I live in Portland. They were like, it doesn't matter what the fuck your higher power is. We, do, we don't give a fuck if you think it's God. But it can be spiritual, it can be whatever. Here, that's pretty chill, you know? I don't think that's the same everywhere. And they were also very much like, you don't have to do that. If you just want the pamphlets and stuff, that's fine too, you know? So I had a pretty good experience with it, and I stopped going after I got what I needed, you know? But a lot of other places, it's very much like you have to believe in God. You have to give yourself over. You are not in control anymore. They are.
0: And I think that's I think that is a is real. it's an outdated form of saying, like, you don't have control over this problem. This is something that is within you. It's something that is either in your DNA or a switch that was flipped in your brain. Mm -hmm. You're always going to have this problem. And a good way to accept that is to accept that God made you this way you know what i mean and god wants to help you through it this is the challenge in right. life this is the sin this is that your you test. need to overcome yeah it, yeah your test exactly so putting yourself into that into that mindset can make it easier for people to get out right. of there whereas like being like you know Yes, it's a it's something that's uh, you know, biological. Yes, there's something wrong with my brain, but I need to take responsibility for it rather than putting it on sky daddy. Uh is a lot more difficult when you, you know, have to take responsibility for yourself. Yeah. So, yeah. Um so we obviously all this stuff was talked about in the video. Yeah. Um not the 12 step program, but all the all of the cultural stuff. The yeah, fact the 12 that step there's program a, a lot of is next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh yeah, yeah yeah we'll do it event we'll do it eventually um yeah it's yeah miss Miyamix. it's sky daddy do something like you know sky daddy tells you what to do you don't do it sky daddy fucking spanks right. you you sky know what daddy i mean it's mad like that's, that's why it rains yep exactly uh and you know so we talked about all this all this uh social stuff in the video and i think it was really well done honestly like i was really impressed with the writing uh, I'm glad. And I thought I, I was really happy with it. Like, I didn't touch I'll, anything. I'll be real I, with I, you. For, I, I was... got
1: home at 10 p.m. that night, maybe even later, 1030. Mm-hmm. I uh, filled up a glass with uh, a liquor, drank it, mm-hmm. and just started writing. And then I edited it once and sent it to you. I was like, I'm going to Hemingway this shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: See, I, yeah, what it? Didn't you do something on mushrooms the other, the other? Oh yeah, yeah. You made a fucking, you made a thumbnail yeah, on mushrooms. And well, it like yeah, sure. so apparently we do need. Is a very strong term. To, yeah. Yeah, microdose, microdose. But we need to. What we need to do is get you addicted to something. So that I don't you have can that gene, man. Continually... I don't have the addiction gene. Oh, we got to get that. We got to get you back on crocodile. You were better <laughs> yeah, you're back right, then. You're right. You're um, right. <laughs> you're more fun, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh so so we talked about all of this stuff um and now we are getting inundated with comments because what what i want to put point out to you guys is that obviously you know we have people in the chat we have people on patreon we have our general chat and patreon um and the one thing that we all have in common is the fact that we love right. anime right or enjoy anime or you know gunplay uh gunpla or whatever manga uh And also that we have uh, liberal views on things, I think, for the most part. Obviously, like, the ins and outs of that change. You know, we do have a chat specifically in the Patreon for people who like guns. That way, people who don't want to see them don't have to see them. But if you do, we're not going to suppress your your First Amendment right to free speech in that kind of nature. Um, Yeah, and so you have have a special place where you can talk about it with other people who also want to talk about it. Exactly, exactly, because I think it's a niche thing, and you know, whatever. And there might um, be people somebody. Be able to make like
1: me, for example, who have lived through school shootings and maybe don't want guns on the general Discord page.
0: Yeah, maybe. Um, but what a lot of people I think that are in uh our space at least don't know is that you uh, like the anime scene is filled with. Fucking awful people (laughs) like like we we have done everything that we can to cultivate the the community that we have. uh, But outside of that community are like super incels. Uh, you know, like, like, people that do go to r slash nofap constantly who think that they're addicted to porn and that, like, you know, they're, they're like, why won't anybody fuck me? And it's like, cause you have a terrible personality. Yeah, p- people who, like, watch um, you fucking,
1: know, you know, etchy content and think that they're owed a harem for being a guy. Yeah, Or not even that,
0: <laughs> just people who watch Devil Man and are like, Satan's bad, you know, or people who watch, uh, fucking anything that we've covered and don't have a deeper thought than like fighting cool you know what i mean like it's fucking stupid so
1: understand how somebody on the first day of a video release watches bonsai pop and is like
0: can you get the politics out man it's like who are you watching why are you here yeah yeah but don't be don't be a fence sitter you know maybe like state your opinion okay um uh, feel you, Mike. My faith in you. Okay, okay. Um, this pretty much encapsulates the way I've loved. It. All right. So now we're getting all these nice yeah, comments. there's good okay. comments and there's uh, bad comments.
1: That's what I'm saying. It it is going okay. to be my only a very decisive video. Like I mean, uh, Nana was somewhat decisive, right? We had some negative comments on mm-hmm. there. That video has a 97.6 percent like the dislike ratio. Almost every single video. I would say 98 percent of our videos, we bring it back to real life. That is what we do on the channel is we take anime and we analyze it within the context of reality, right? That's what we do. Every single video has a connection to life, to reality, to what's happening in the world today because that's the fucking <laughs> idea behind anime is it's based off of these ideals. Like that's where the shit comes from. Mm-hmm. You know, these yeah, ad, they, and, like all- going to guy obviously was looking at the world and saying, Hey, there's some fucked up shit here. I'm going to make something on it that leads to the destruction of the earth. If this keeps happening
0: and that's going to yeah. be the theming of yeah. this
1: and it's going to be really interesting and thought provoking. <laughs>
0: so here's a great comment um what i find even more disappointing than the fact that all of this is so on the nose and relevant today is the fact that there are even people here in the comments that are so caught up in their no politics in my animal video re fell off phase that they can't see why you're talking about this i can understand wanting escapism from a reality that does nothing but disappoint but not everyone is going to mindlessly consume works of art and not talk about them sometimes people have things to say other than thing was good i liked thing and want to watch more good thing learn to live with it and then and then somebody replied and was like yeah a lot of new people seem to have found <laughs> this video <laughs> and then the person replied back and was like oh well at least now they'll all be filtered out good written so somebody knows Hell our content yeah, dude, that's, so- that's, that's fucking a, awesome you should put that one go, up on twitter uh, <laughs> yeah go go byakia uh true fucking okay. pop fan right there <laughs> yeah Decent video up until this part, 1046. Skip to here if you don't care to hear the narration smelling its own farts, 1117. Or narrator, narrator smelling his own farts, 1117. Watch a little bit more before 1117, like 1104 so you can hear the irony go over his head. <laughs> hey, and then somebody replied, hey, you want to miss the point of the video? Skip here. <laughs> like, in, okay. And then somebody uh, was like, or, or replied to that that person was like, I mean, he's right. The video topic is about talking about how it's wrong to do that. Yet the narrator is just doing that to people he doesn't understand because he feels he's morally right about everything his beliefs. To put it bluntly, if he was the in the Devil Man universe, he'd be one of the people killing others different from him because he sees them as lesser as their opinions are different than his. False. I would never kill anybody. There we go. Disproved. <laughs> Disproved. Uh, and then somewhere, and then Biakia comes in. Yo, is on the fucking warpath, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Replies, says, but, but you're just as bad because, quote, is a terrible defense in the words, uh, quote, differ opinion are doing a lot of lifting for you right now. I highly doubt you actually know what, just what kind of different opinion is being addressed in this video. Well, actually, it's more like, I hope you're unaware. If you knew and decided to defend it anyway, well, that's another problem entirely. Yes, because we talked about, we're, we, you know, we talked about how they're trying to ban drag. Uh, shows we talked about how they're trying to seems to have uh, the right idea yeah thanks sammy (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's uh somebody was like lol this ain't wait i don't know who they're replying to uh oh uh i don't fucking know anyway so as you can see this is the right uh great work buddy in minecraft commenting for the algorithm in minecraft (laughs) Uh, you have the right mentality about the message but you get sidetracked with your personal biases both sides are doing the same uh, the right call the other satanists while the left call each other uh, the other's nazis both are tricking people for their own beliefs uh, okay that's a that's a that's a fence sitter you know uh, yeah, the, the whatever the problem is, is um, that there are actual
1: nazis on the right
0: <laughs> that's what Luke Luke Bazin 5836 says centrist motherfuckers when someone has a personal bias against fear mongering <laughs> <laughs> and then biakia gets on their ass again biakia is all over dude, the let's place go. Dude. <laughs> i just gotta be, i wonder if it's i wonder if they're a patron um i don't know but i love them they're uh, great social justice warrior power level is over nine thousand. <laughs> motherfucker is you on 2016 copium <laughs> This is luke play dude luke blazen's also fuck mm-hmm. this is so funny mm-hmm. um uh, you sure this isn't ESG crap? Tolerance and acceptance are two different things. Uh, so, Okay, um, I didn't get the in Minecraft joke, but it's genius. Um, I wonder if you could say anything nice about conservatives. Kind of ironic how you go on about how bad demonetization of those who are different than you is while demonize people- people who are different than you. Um, and then somebody just says, nah, there's nothing nice to say. biakia comes in- <laughs> <laughs> so then luke bazin comes in too and he says could you pretty please defend my political group that oppresses minority groups and does nothing to prevent mass shootings <laughs> <laughs> yo <laughs> i've never seen people come out and like fight this is great this is funny <laughs> okay so and like i don't want like i'm not i don't want to promote people like going out and getting into fights obviously that's not a good thing for people to do but it's funny because like it yeah it's just funny i don't know i don't know what to say it's just yeah we should call this Um,
1: uh we should call this podcast 5d comedy aka
0: biakia comes in (laughs) (laughs) yeah somebody somebody uh people are thanking us for the video which is gross or or not gross uh nice (laughs) uh great great awesome um yeah, it just it's just a a lot of a lot of different again there's a lot of different yeah, opinions. And the reason that I was worried going about that is to make people is, angry. You know, some people are yeah, going to be and angry. and that's 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 the scary part. That's the scary part because we have seen what happened like it is so easy to trigger the right uh they get they just oh my god, they just get triggered so fucking well, it, fast. It's so and funny instead, to me cuz it's like I'm not fucking talking about you, dude.
1: I'm not talking about you when yeah. I'm talking about Alex Jones. You're
0: not him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do like, you that's, think that's that the. Alex
1: Jones I... is an accurate representation of a person on the conservative spectrum? Because he's not. Uh,
0: yes. No, he's not. He's <laughs> I mean, not, Mike. T- you're right. He's not. He believes he's in aliens.
1: A fucking insane person on the far right that, tr- that peddles conspiracy theories for a living. That's not the same guy as the cop that you met
0: right because the cop that i met probably doesn't go on the internet much uh but i will say that like the right QAnon area of the world has filtered into like and this is something oh this is shit i wanted to talk about so much with you and i fucking forgot and i knew i was going to forget was the the how capitalism created the idea of an evil jew and i i i listened to this amazing well, like two be, three hour be thing about podcast. it and it's yeah, it's fantastic. We, we I know we don't I know we don't have time. Yeah, I gotta right, right. do stuff. Okay. Yeah. So so the Devil video is really it. We didn't watch a ton of shit uh while we were out there. Obviously we had we had a, a lot of other things mm-hmm. to do, but um let's just quickly talk about video games because I know you've been playing something that's a lot yeah, of fun yeah. and I just got a new video game yeah, as well. We well, you
1: also got it, but uh I've been playing Slay the Spire. Uh which mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not a new game. It's old, it's a roguelike. Uh, you know, uh turn based. Is it a rogue-like or a rogue light? Sure.
0: I, I don't know the either. difference. Okay. It's a
1: rogue something. I'll look it up while you talk about yeah. it. Uh it, it's it's okay. it's a rogue uh like game. It's a rogue-like game. It's one of those ones. Uh that basically, you know, you go through, there's four different characters you can choose from. They each have different abilities and different pros and cons. Uh and essentially the way that you fight, it's turn-based and you have a deck of cards that are all different moves. And as you go, you collect new cards, upgrade cards, and that builds a different essentially move set every single time you play through the game. Um, it's really, really fun. Uh, I've beaten the game now. I've beaten the, the base game with every single character at this point now. Uh, I've gotten to the final boss. Uh, once you do that, they, it, ha- it unlocks this thing called Ascension, which I assume makes the game harder and you can keep Uh, doing it at harder and harder difficulties. However, there is a secret final boss that you can fight once you've beaten the game with the three core people, and I got to that secret final boss, and he fucking wrecked my shit in. Like, he absolutely destroyed me. me. I thought I had an unbeatable deck. Like, I I actually thought I had built, like, the final bosses that I'd been struggling on, I beat it without taking any damage. Like, that's how good this deck was. Yeah, I had an extremely defensive based deck that only had like maybe three attacks in it total by the end. It was a very small deck, maybe 20 cards total or less. Uh, I kept it really tight, really strong. I was on average getting like 40 plus block around. Like insane levels of defense. And then I was just slowly chipping away at their health using thorns and stuff like that. And it, it, and it was working unbelievably. And the final boss of that game is such bullshit. <laughs> it, it, that, the final boss of that game, every single time you play a card, it takes one health away from you. You take damage for every okay. card you play. And then on top of that, it has a ton of weakening effects on you and it does
0: like 60 damage a hit. That's fucked. So you're still taking 20 damage, like, each turn, plus Plus the the, playing card. It
1: it, it was, like, the the deck that I built was perfect, but it takes, like, two to three rounds to set up, because you got to get your cards out, you know, pretty much perfectly. Like, you got to get, like, certain cards played, and when you get them all played, then they last for the rest of the game, essentially. And and it works perfectly. Right. Uh, By the time I had gotten my shit all played, I was already down under half health, and then it was just a couple
0: more rounds before I died. So so Slay the Spire is a roguelite. Okay. So roguelikes are like that would be binding of okay. Isaac, where every run is new. And every run you like it's it's all kind of like random. lights have meta progression. Where like I see. Every run, you'll kind of get something that you. Keep, I see. So there, you know, there like, is uh, so, the yeah. the
1: way that Slay the Spire works is as you play the game, you do even when you die, you get experience, which will unlock new cards for the character that you're playing with, or new relics that you can get. So eventually, your mm-hmm. decks do get stronger over time, just because the cards available to you, you get better cards unlocked.
0: Yeah, yeah, and even though it's turn based and card based, like you still have to. Like be good at the game. Like it, it, you're gonna get wrecked you have if to you think. can't come up with a strategy. Yeah. You
1: have yeah. to think about how you want to play the game, and you have to have essentially like once you understand how a character's mechanics work and how like th- there are different styles for each character. Like one of my favorite characters is the, uh, I think it's called the Silent. And there's essentially two main mm-hmm. concepts for how he works. You can either spec heavily into poison damage and basically do defense and poison, and that's it or you can spec into uh light damage that are free hits and discard where you're constantly discarding cards from your hand to get new cards which gives you more energy so you can keep throwing out these little hits over and over and over again and maybe a little bit of poison damage added on top. I just got a, a new relic where every time you do uh uh or not a new relic poison damage. It, it's it's a new card that I unlocked where every time you do uh Damage that's not that, that's like actual health damage, not like blocked damage. It does one poison right. per hit. So, if you're doing if oh, you're correct. throwing shivs constantly, you're throwing like four shivs a turn, you're just adding on poison on top of poison on top of poison, you know. So, nice. it, it, there's different ways to play each character that are very interesting. It's super fucking enjoyable. And depending on what cards you get, you have to build your deck around like what becomes available because the cards that you're going to get are. Are not guaranteed, you know, I love making a poison deck, but I went through the entire fucking first stage without getting a single poison card. I can't build a poison deck off of that, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, but it is interesting how like they will do that where it's like, you will get a certain type of card, like pretty much throughout that right play that that round where like right you're like okay i have to
1: build like a shiv based deck for this one or okay i have to build a
0: mantra based deck if you're playing with like the watcher you know right um so what i've been playing is uh, i just started playing it Devin and i are playing it together is story of seasons it's a wonderful life uh which used to be called harvest moon it's a wonderful life it was on the gamecube back in the day um and i had it and i played the fucking shit out of it Oh, uh, happy but for it you. was, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was remade. So this is a remake, um, and it's, uh, it's great. Okay. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's probably one of the best Harvest Moon games that's come out. I know a lot of people like the one for Super Nintendo. Yeah, it's out, dude. You can get it right now. Um, but yeah, uh, It's a Wonderful Life was one of the most like acclaimed Harvest Moon games. Um, it's I think a lot of it uh was used when they made um stardew valley uh-huh. you know there's a lot of obvious like takes from that one um yeah Nami's great they've also added new romance options you can play as a boy or a girl or are they them uh you can have gay romance uh there's four male uh characters that you can romance great. um and it's one it's the only harvest moon game where you have to get married oh that's that's part of the that's part of the game. So, yeah, it's uh it's fucking fantastic. I love I love the uh, I love it. It's it's very nostalgic, but it's also been what are you playing on? Fixed. You can move. Uh, Switch. It's only on Switch, I think, as far as I'm aware. I don't know. I could be wrong on that. Um, but yeah, Switch. Um, and it's done by Marvelous and Exceed. Um, so you know, it comes with a booklet, which is cool. You don't get that much anymore. So. I'm enjoying it quite a bit. I recommend it for people who like farming sims, especially, uh, you know, people who people who enjoy uh, story of seasons and you know, like kind of anime games. Some of the some of the names. Oh yeah, I mean, it's a full ass yeah. game. Like that is a game you're gonna get a lot of That's time right. out of. But yeah, they've changed they've changed some of the character names. Uh, Muffy is now Molly. And I think it was just because the original uh, translation wasn't that good. Oh um, man. Yeah, I'm, Muffy's I'm such a great a fucking name, though. I love that. Wasn't M- Muffy was a character in what, like, as told by I Ginger? No, dude. Or was it? Or was it? uh Hey, Arnold? I don't remember. I know one of them had a had a Muffy, but yeah. So, so that's it. That's the Bonsai Podcast yeah, for Only the week. Three thanks hours. so much. Yeah, thanks so much for listening. We will be back on Monday with a new that's one. That's right and we well, got we're gonna we got talk about stuff to the talk evil there. jew
1: and how it came to be i guess i'm excited yeah no it's I'm very fantastic. excited to hear it's about such
0: that. an interesting it's super duper interesting like how like capitalism turned into like this fucking insane beast uh and how how uh it was kind of all put on uh the jew uh, the jew the capital um, so J. yeah we'll, we'll learn some stuff yeah yeah um Hell yeah! But everybody, thank you again so much. Uh, if you want, you can follow us on Twitter. Twitter, uh, it's bonsai yep. underscore pop there. Bonsai underscore pop on Twitch. You can watch it live. Uh, bonsai. Yeah, watch it live. Watch us live. We 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 try to make it good for everybody. Um, you get to see the chat. Thanks everybody and for coming out to cool. the stream. Yeah. Yep, uh code Bpop for gamer subs 10% off. Check us out on Patreon, keep the show alive. We are now paying an editor to help us out so we can get this out more often. I'm sure you guys have noticed that we're doing that. Um chapter 3 of light novel. Uh that's a good question. I will I've been I've been brainstorming that one where where uh Tyler is is going to go with JM. Uh it'll be so interesting. cuz uh, Tyler just yeah, JM just shit himself that's all over right. the place. Uh so Yeah, very Chuck Palahniuk of me. Um, But yeah, so we will see you very soon. Thank you so much. YouTube.com slash Bonsai Pop. Patreon, Bonsai Pop. Yep. We're everywhere. Goodbye.